Hello, my name is Andrew Scott, and you are listening to the Farmington Players Audio Theater. Due to the language, this program may not be suitable for all ages. Their father was a millionaire and provided Brant and Lizzie the best life money could buy. But when it came to the reading of his will, their inheritance was not quite what they were expecting. And when they find out there are more beneficiaries than they had planned on, the meeting in their father's office is turned upside down. Magnetic materials are attracted to the poles of the magnet, and poles occur in pairs of equal strength. Unlike poles, attract. Like poles, repel. The force between magnetic poles decreases as their separation increases. Repulsion is the only sure test for a magnet. Oh, for the love of God, can't you just break up with a woman the normal way? What do you mean? Just, I'm sorry, this isn't working. Precisely. Or in my case, I say I love them and I get a pat on the back, followed by a text informing me that perhaps we should see other people. I believe that was the point I was making. Brant, the only point you were making was how annoying you are. I am not annoying. I'm knowledgeable. Please, you're always annoying. Growing up, you give me lectures on the physics of properly brushing my teeth. Oral hygiene is important. (laughs) Do you know what it's like to have a brother who goes out of his way to show how intelligent he is? Well, I'm older than you. It should be no surprise that I'm more intelligent. Older by two minutes. Technically older. Technically, I'd love to shove my foot up your ass. And this is an example why women need a more scientific explanation for a breakup. Don't say because we're more emotional. Because you're more emotional. No wonder you have such a hard time with women. I do just fine with women. I get plenty of girlfriends, as you know. Keeping women, I should say. I choose not to prolong relationships that have no future. Why waste time? I'm not saying prolong them. I'm saying break up with them in a normal way. Normal is simply conforming to the standard or striving to establish a standard. This is my standard. Well, if your standard is to be a douchebag, then you've succeeded. (laughs) You just haven't had relationships with any respectable men. Yes, I have. Respectable men have good and decent behavior. Burping the theme song to the A-team doesn't count. Come on, it was impressive. Sure, for a bartender or a professional beer taster. How could we have shared a womb? We are polar opposites. I'm more surprised that we share the same genes as Daniel. Even now that he's dead, you're still going to call him that? He never earned the right to be called dad. True. Why are we even here? What could he possibly have to say to us after he died? He barely spoke to me when he was alive. I'm just hoping to get some of his millions out of this deal. What? Your trust fund and college tuition isn't enough for you? It is his duty, as a parent. Earn money during his lifetime and pass it on to his offspring. That's the American way. Plus, you spend it faster than you can get it. I can manage my money just fine, thank you. Really? Last Christmas, you had your bookie on your Christmas card. Boris is very photogenic. Yeah? Just make sure the camera's in focus when he's breaking your legs so the police can identify him. Good morning. Morning. 
I am so happy you were both available on such short notice. Your father would be so proud. You clearly must be talking about someone else. Daniel was never proud of anything we did. Oh, on the contrary. You both were all he talked about. Wilson, I know you've been employed by my dad for years. Frankly, I have more memories of you than him. You were the one who came to all my music recitals. You were the one to teach us how to ride a bike, swim, drive a car, even brought my first box of Tampax. Bailed us out of jail. Us? You mean you. Uh, we're twins. Twins have a very unique and complex bond. It was like you were there with me. We're saying that Dad has never been involved, much less interested. Well, I'm sure you both have been hit very hard with the news of your father's passing. Yes, it's terrible. Brant. I'm even having a hard time falling asleep at night. Had to use my teddy bear. Well, before we read your father's will, I wanted to meet with you privately to prepare you for some what you may call shocking news. After the death of our beloved father, I can assure you that nothing could shock us now. Brant, please. Wilson, what do you mean shocking? Did he die in debt? Oh, no. Had he been sick? No, the heart attack was sudden. Ooh, I like this game. Uh, was he wanted by Interpol on drug charges? Oh, wait, I've got it. For running an online child porn site? You're hopeless. Not it. Uh, was he busted for selling gum in Singapore? It's illegal there, you know. May I continue? Yes, please continue. Thank you. As you are aware, you both were listed in your father's will as the only beneficiaries. Not only did the business pass on to you, but, but so did the entirety of the estate, which includes this house, the house in the Hamptons, the chalet in Zermatt, the various stock holdings, artwork, cars, the jet. Did he leave any letters? Letters? Did he write us a letter? He's going on about the assets and you want a letter? We will go into that during the reading of his will. Wait, I'm confused. Well, you see, sis... A reading of the will refers to reading aloud the wishes of the decedent, which specifies how the decedent would like the estate distributed. No, I don't understand what we're doing here. Wilson, you said you wanted to prepare us for some shocking news. So far, all I've heard is how the estate will be split between us. But this isn't the reading of the will, so I'm confused. Oh, my apologies. Did I not say that your father made a new will with a week before his death? A new will? No, you didn't mention that. Yes, a new will which negates the previous will, splitting the estate between you. How could he make a new will without telling us? Does this change what our inheritance will be? No, I cannot say until the reading of his will. So read the will. We are waiting for one more party until we can read it. Another party? Wait, we're waiting for another person? That means this other party is mentioned in the will. That is correct. Who is this other party? I will get into that. I just want to be sure you understand that there are some changes and are prepared. Oh, sure. I'm prepared now. Are you prepared, Lizzie? Brant, calm down. Dad had a right to change his will. It was his will. It's not like we're close to him or anything. Well, it is shocking. Just... Shocking. You were right, Wilson. This is some shocking news. Well, there's more, I'm afraid. More? More, you say? He says there's more. I'm afraid we've run out of time. Who is that? That would be the party attending the reading. It has to be a long-lost sibling or something. I always figured he'd been screwing around on Mom. Don't jump to conclusions. 
whatever happens, whoever walks through that door, do not freak out. Freak out? I do not freak out. I become overly agitated at stressful situations. Is that what you call it? So sorry I'm late. I knew it! If everyone would please take a seat. This is the last will and testament of Daniel Patrick Fleming, a resident of the county of New York, state of New York, which I declare... Wilson, can you just skip to the less boring parts? Well, I'm afraid I need to read the will in its entirety for all the parties involved. But what if they concede? I'm happy to concede. See, Lizzie's quite happy skipping. What about you, Miss... Mrs. Fleming. Bunny Fleming. Bunny? Fleming? Did you say Flip? Lizzie, she said Fleming. She also said Mrs. Yes, well... I am your stepmother. What? What are you talking about? Stepmom, you gotta be kidding me. It is true. Your father and Bunny were married a month ago. Oh, hell no. A month ago? Why didn't he tell us? How convenient, a month ago. Sweeties, you weren't very close to him. We loved each other very much. Oh, really? What was his favorite color? Green, of course. Green, you say? Oh, his favorite color was green? Is that true? How the hell should I know? I wasn't close to him. Now you see, this was the reason I wanted to prepare you for a shot. Well, you failed miserably. My apologies. Why don't we all have a seat, and I will finish the reading. I'm not going to sit down and listen to you give away any part of the estate to this money-hungry whore. Brant! How dare you! I know this is all a very big shock, and I'm sorry, but there's no reason for name-calling. Brant, just sit down. Let's hear the will. We can discuss what to do afterwards. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Contest it. Brant, please. Mr. Wilson, due to the heated tempers, perhaps it's best to skip ahead as dear Brantley suggested. Very well. Unbelievable. I devise, bequeath, and give to my daughter Elizabeth Harper Fleming $10 million. I devise, bequeath, and give to my son, Brantley Edward Fleming, $10 million. I devise, bequeath, and give all the rest and remainder of my residuary estate to my wife, Bunny Ann Fleming. Are you kidding Why me? Why would he do this? This is an outrage. Why? We'll fight this. Now, this was your father's last wishes. He must have been mentally incapacitated. How did he meet you, Bunny? I assure you, your father was lucid and had all of his faculties. How did he meet you? I was a maid. Are you fucking kidding me? A maid. He gives the bulk of his estate, our inheritance, to a maid? Now I assure you, your father and I loved each other very much. Our dad didn't love anything other than making money. He changed in his old age. Old age? Don't you talk to us like you're worldly. You're just a blonde, a, a blonde... Christ, he robbed the cradle with you. I am 25. 25? You're younger than we are. That's it. Wilson, I'm contacting my lawyer. She'll never see a dime of the estate. Do you hear me? You'll never receive a dime of the estate. Wait, he left a letter for you. Give it to Lizzie. I don't want it. He left a letter? For both of you. I know this may have come as a surprise, but I know you want to make it on your own. I left you a little cushion to get you started. Bunny has helped me so much, and she needs some good luck. Please do not blame her for my decision. I'm proud of you both. Wish I could see how you turn out. Dad. Oh, Danny. 
What a good man. I told you, he was always talking about you two. Did he really write this? Lizzie, I wouldn't lie to you. I was there when he wrote every last word. He's never written anything to me before. Not even a birthday card. I know you must be upset, dear Elizabeth, but your father and I really meant something to each other. I'm just sorry we had to meet this way. We'd planned on a big surprise dinner with you and Brantley. This has all been a lot to process. Of course. You can call me with any questions, and perhaps we could talk to Brant into accepting the will and not contesting it. I've known your father for a long time, as you know, and this is was what he wanted. I don't know. It's surprising and upsetting. It is for everyone, dear. Please, don't call me dear. Of course, of course, sorry. I will call you, Wilson, after Brant and I talk. Great. And thanks for the letter. Do you think it'll work? Honey, time will tell. But it couldn't have gone any better. I'm not so sure. Brantley may be a problem. Oh, piss and win that one. Always been no follow-through with him. I would be ecstatic with ten million. No, sweetheart. I promised you the world, and that costs more than a measly ten million. Whatever you say. You are the man with the plan. And you are the beauty with the potassium chloride. We make a brilliant team. <laughs> yes, we do. And once the inheritance comes through, we split it down the middle as agreed. Of course. What would I ever do without you? Oh, you'd probably still be cleaning out that old men's bedpan. <laughs> Let's celebrate. <laughs> Isn't that premature? Nonsense. The end's in sight. How about I grab us a bottle of bubbly? My favorite. And when I get back, I expect to see you on that French maid. Negligee. Mmm, can't wait. You wrinkly, decrepit bag of bones. Enjoy it while it lasts. I have plans for you, too. Well, I guess it does pay to be working as a maid, especially if you have made a plan. Today's story was Passing the Buck, written by Aaron Osgood, directed by Ann Craft, featuring Kyle Phillips as Brantley, Melissa Palka as Lizzie, Tim Timmer as Wilson, and Hosanna Phillips as Bunny. And many thanks to our team of players backstage, our production director, Eric Nogus, our audio and video engineer, Brennan Harvath, and our logo was designed by Marilyn Zerlak and me, I'm your host, Andrew Scott. We hope you have enjoyed our program, and please don't forget to hit the subscribe and notification buttons to make sure you get alerted anytime we upload new content. Thanks for listening to the Farmington Players Audio Theater. Bye for now.